You ready for Basecamp Fitness's best deal yet? Seven days for $7. That's right, seven days for $7. It's time to double down on your fitness goals and snag this offer before it's gone. Call or text Basecamp Fitness at 913-232-9770 or go to BasecampFitness.com to learn more. In Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton. This is the Shane Dennis Show on the new ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Happy midday, everybody. Happy noon time. Shane Dennis Show, Jack Johnson alongside two. It is episode 431. There are multiple ways for you to enjoy the show and shows on this channel, minus however you're doing it right now. And you can be a part of it. 316-669-4996. That's a hotline. So you can call. You can text 316-247-0923. You can tell your smart speaker around the house to play KKGQ GQ 92.3. Tune in on your phone, 92.3 FM, on your radio, ESPNWichita.com. You can stream the show, whether you're at work or anywhere else away from a radio. And if you miss any part of this show or the Pulse or the program or the Border Patrol, you can listen to the podcast, ESPNWichita.com. A really, really handy place to go if you're away from your radio. We're at our Riverfront Stadium studio. It is February 28th. It's the 59th day of the year. There are 306 days left in 2023. And we are headed for a high of 66 degrees today in Wichita. Today on the show, we will... Do our best to hook up with Jordan Gusky. He's at the Topeka Capital Journal. Talk a little bit about the Kansas Jayhawks. There's a lot going on up there. What with the football facility, Allen Fieldhouse, senior night tonight. So a bunch of stuff to talk to Jordan about. Uh, a couple of Jordans today. Jordan Gusky, Topeka Capital Journal. Jordan Foot, 1 o'clock. All things Kansas City sports. He joins us every Tuesday. We'll talk to him about Eric Bieniemy going to Washington. Andy Reid spoke to the media today. Talked about Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony. So we we'll get Jordan Foote's uh, thoughts on that at one o'clock. So about one hour from now, we'll hear from him and Andy Reid audio at about one twenty-five or so. Mix that in. Let you hear from Big Red. And also, as we normally do, Twitter. I'm old Jacks Young. Some WSU ticket giveaways in each hour. So be glued to either the radio or the stream and call when prompted. You might be lucky enough to go to the Shocker. USF basketball game on Sunday at Senior Day. It's at 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock, not 2. If you haven't updated your Shocker basketball schedule, that'll be on ESPNU at 1 o'clock, and you'll have a chance to go if you're lucky. So be listening, not only in this show, but in Pat's show at the Pulse. They'll have opportunities for you to win some freebies as well. Also, a little bit later on in the week, within the next couple of days, Shocker baseball tickets. If you're into that, 
They are at home this weekend, taking on Oakland. Day games Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we got all kinds of stuff to give away if you're lucky enough, and all kinds of stuff to remind you about as well. So glad you're locked into us. Stay there, and we'll try to inform and entertain over the next three-plus hours, three hours and 50 minutes between me and old Pat. He'll join a little bit later on with I'm old Jack Jump. Speaking of Jack, resident joke teller and bringer of a moment of levity, as he does at the beginning of every show. Jack? Well, Shane, I don't know if you knew this, but smaller babies may be delivered by stork, but keep in mind the heavier ones need a crane. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, speaking of uh, things you know nothing about, and that is young children, the day is February 28th, and leading it off is National Tooth Fairy Day, encouraging us to take a look back on the history of one of dentals, uh, Dental Care's Little Helpers. Folks out there with kids, text me at 316-247-0923 and tell me what the going rate for a tooth is nowadays. Like I said, Jack, I know you know nothing about this, but if you had to guess, and you had a kid, and a tooth fell out of their head, and they put it underneath their pillow, what do you think you should be expected to part with the next day when they wake up? If it's a big front tooth, I'd give them a $20 bill. What? Yeah. Come on. First time around, like, holy cow, I'd imagine 20 the, bucks. Yeah, why not? I think a twenty dollar bill, and then if it was like one of the small ones, maybe like a five or a ten. The big, oh, the big no. two, the big, the two front teeth. Those are big teeth. Those would be the exception. So you lose that okay, big hold one. On, hold on a minute. Hold on. Okay, one texter has already said uh, we do a dollar. Have heard of people giving up to ten dollars? <laughs> okay, so twenty is a high roller. <laughs> okay, so let's uh, let's do a little let's do a little backtracking here. You say it's the size of the tooth. I will at least meet you part way. And say, if the kid's being a real baby about it yeah. and won't let you pull it out and just and it's barely hanging on and the kid finally gets up enough guts to either let you pull it out or he'll pull it out. That's true. Okay, maybe up the ante just a little bit, you know, past a dollar. Maybe I do like a 20 for the big tooth and then do something fun like a little trinket, a little toy for the other ones. You know what I mean? Mm, you're trying to reinvent the wheel here. Yeah, so, maybe uh, maybe a new age version of the tooth fairy. Because well, kids dangerous. love. Think about it, kids. What are they gonna do with the money anyway? And buy a toy. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say blow it, but yeah. <laughs> so um, if you, we it, have four kids, so this tooth fairy is cheap. One dollar a tooth. That's another texture. Okay. See, I can get I can get behind a dollar. Um. Back in my day, less than a dollar talking coins quarters maybe a, a man I, I don't think i ever got a, a dollar coin like a silver dollar another texture says my nephew got five dollars recently okay i'm not gonna uh, i really shit. overshot it with 20 <laughs> 20 well you know what when you have a kid you want to give him 20 bucks i guess i'll see i may have different frame of mind once i actually have a kid 
And if you have a kid after that, that kid's going to expect 20 bucks oh. per tooth yeah. or per big one. So you're going to maybe have to make make some rules, define, you know, big teeth, bigger money. Little teeth, not as big of money. All right. Beyond that, thank you, everybody. And uh, keep the text coming. If it's between $1 and $5 nowadays, then so be it. Um, 316-247-0923 or text any old thing you're thinking about. It doesn't have to be about the tooth fairy. It's National Public Sleeping Day today also. Encouraging you to take a nap midday in public. Not necessarily at your desk at work, but on a blanket, at the park, in a theater, on a bus, on a train, on a subway. National Public Sleeping Day. So do that at your own risk. National uh, Chocolate Souffle Day. Rare Disease Day. Bringing awareness about, yeah, you guessed it, rare diseases. And uh, World Spay Day. Decreasing stray pet populations by increasing awareness of the importance of spaying and neutering programs. That's today. It's also National Floral Design Day. Tomorrow, we have eight days to tell you about on March 1st. February 28th in 1827, Baltimore merchants chartered the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad, first railroad in America to offer commercial service to both people and freight. That's 1827. 1940, University of Pittsburgh squares off against Fordham at Madison Square Garden in the first televised basketball game. NBC broadcasted that basketball game. Pitt 57, Fordham U 37. 1940. 1983, MASH airs its final episode. Jack? Do you know anything about MASH, the TV show? I've never seen an episode, but I know it's very popular in following a bunch of soldiers around. I think it's comedy slash drama. Would I guess? Is that the right way to categorize it? Action, um, comedy, drama? I think it favors more comedy than anything else. Um, 106 million viewers tuned into the final show. That's still a record for a finale. But uh, I never got with MASH. I never thought it was that funny. Um, but it was very popular. And the final episode was on this day in 1983. Uh, birthdays. Tommy Toon. Ten-time Tony-winning actor, dancer, director, and choreographer. Known for his Broadway productions, 1939. Bernadette Peters, 1948. Actress and another birthday, but that's a sports-related birthday, so I'll save that for I'm old Jack's young coming up a little bit later on. All right, so been informed that we're going to push Jordan Gusky a little bit, um, Jack, about maybe 10, 15 minutes past what we were going to. So let us. Um, 
let's aim for 1245, okay? Hopefully that will be good enough for Jordan Gusky. Um, he is covering the spring football program up at KU for the Topeka Capital Journal. And we wanted him at 1225. We're going to shoot for more like 1240. So all you KU fans want to hear from Jordan Gusky and follow me on Twitter or follow ESPN, Wichita on Twitter. Instead of 1225, we're going to try for 1240 to get Jordan Gusky on. So we'll mix in some Twitter and some KU talk at around 1240, and hopefully he'll be okay uh, to talk then. So we'll adjust just a little bit uh, coming up in the next segment and beyond. So before we get there, today is the one-year anniversary, as it were, of a death in sport. And it is the anniversary of the death of Irv Cross. And you got to be, again, I feel like I say this a lot, but you got to be of a certain age to be real familiar with who Irv Cross was. And historically, he was the first black man to work full-time as a sports analyst on national television. Beyond that, he was a former football player, played defensive back, and he teamed up with Brent Musburger, Phyllis George, and Jimmy the Greek Snyder on CBS, the NFL Today. And there was a time, believe it or not, there wasn't a Red Zone channel, and there wasn't fantasy football, and there certainly wasn't ESPN, and your Sunday football viewing back in the 70s and 80s was pretty much centered around Brent Musburger and, to a degree, Irv Cross. And it was determined all these, well, weeks and, uh, as it turns out, one year to the day, anniversary that he suffered from stage four CTE. He died at age 81 uh, on this day last year. Not uh, necessarily of that, but stage four, as I'm sure you know by now, if you know anything about CTE, most advanced stage of CTE. Chronic traumatic encephalopathy. I think I got that last part route. But anyway, Boston University researchers said earlier today, so on the anniversary of his death, that he suffered from stage four CTE. Now, his wife, Liz, told the Associated Press, by the end of his time on Earth, Irv didn't want to be around anybody except for her, his wife. And she went on to say that when Irv Cross was with her, he really didn't want to be with her. He just wanted her to be around and there. And it bothered him that there were multiple um, issues with him health-wise. And it bothered him to the point that 
he was a man of faith, but he no longer attended Bible studies or watched NFL games with friends by the time it was uh, his time. And that degenerative brain disease had triggered depression, mood swings, and memory loss that forced him into isolation. And it's certainly not the, the first time, it won't be the last time that we're hearing about this from a former player from, quote, unquote, back in the day. His wife also said that Irv, who was diagnosed with a form of dementia in 2018, had headaches that wouldn't go away. Uh, he declined any type of medicine because it didn't help, he said. He's also stopped going to church. And although he was once a student of the game, NFL games were mostly just noise because he didn't know who was playing. A real sad state of affairs. Like I said, if you recall, uh, if you're my age, if you're in your 50s, then you darn sure remember, and you like football at all, you remember that the NFL Today on CBS was appointment TV, and you hung on every word of those guys before the game because Jimmy the Greek would predict the games, and then at halftime, he and Irv would give some highlights. And beyond being a TV show that had the first black man as an analyst on a TV show, they also had the, the first female, Phyllis George. And they made popular, up until his firing, of course, having a, uh, a sports wagering expert on there, Jimmy the Greek Snyder. And they had everything. They had a little bit of everything. But as he got older and out of the spotlight, Irv Cross ended up basically living his last days and weeks in misery. And fast-forwarding to today, according to its latest report, the Boston University CTE Center said it has diagnosed 345 former NFL players with CTE out of 376 that were studied. If you missed the numbers, that's 91.7% of diagnosis of CTE out of former players that were studied. Unfortunately, or I don't know what really could be done if they were still alive, but the disease can only be diagnosed after the player dies. A professor of neurology and pathology at BU said she was not surprised Irv Cross' brain reached stage four, giving the length of his football career, which from the time he started until it was over, 17 years. And with helmets back in the day that you know damn well didn't really do much of anything as far as protecting people's skulls and the rules or lack of rules that weren't in place. And it's just a real sad state of affairs. And hopefully, and I don't know when that will be, that we will get beyond the 
threshold of whatever year it will be uh, that the NFL really started taking safety seriously and concussion protocols seriously. We're going to be a long ways away from getting past hearing someone that died that had stage four CTE. This is going to go on for a while because you still have guys like, well, man, one guy that I, that pops into my head almost immediately is Jim McMahon who threw his body all over the field as made popular in the Super Bowl shuffle song, but he's really the, the poster child, I think. And I don't want to speculate, but if I had to bet, when old Jimmy Mack checks out, we're going to hear that he had some sort of level of CTE. But hopefully one of these days we will get to the other side of, right, when players played before, the A, the rule changes, B, the equipment changes, you know, the helmets that were made a little safer and the rules that take hopefully the helmet out of the hit. One of these days, and I would say soon, but it's not going to be soon, that we'll stop hearing about this. And we certainly heard about it with Junior Seau a few years ago after he killed himself that he suffered from CTE as well. But kind of uh, just a reminder and an RIP to a real trailblazer, and for those that knew him, a super, super nice guy, Irv Cross, died one year ago today, and it was announced or released earlier today that he had stage 4 CTE when he died at the age of 81. Joined CBS in 1971, becoming the first black network sports show analyst slash anchor. He left the network in 1994. Later served as the AD at Idaho State and then at McAllister College in Minnesota. In 2009, he received the Pro Football Hall of Fame's Pete Rozelle Radio TV Award. And at the time of his death, he had been married to his wife, Liz, for 34 years. She said... On his behalf, he would have done it again in a heartbeat, but he didn't think kids should play football. And as for diagnosed concussions, Liz Cross said her husband told her he did suffer from several, but didn't didn't keep count, didn't didn't keep track. And he also told his wife after a blow to the head that almost caused him to swallow his tongue. Doctors said if he suffered another concussion, quote, he would die, unquote. And instead of quitting, they made him a stronger helmet. That's what we're talking about back in the 50s and 60s and things like that, uh, you know, eras like that. And like I said, I, I look forward to the day. I don't know if I'll actually live long enough to hear the news, but I hope we... Witness the day where we get over this hump of players being depressed, uh, loss of balance, loss of memory, and loss of so much because of head trauma that leads to CTE 
which we discovered today, one year after his death, that Irv Cross, the great Irv Cross, had stage 4 CTE. All right, it's 12.23. When we come back, we will push Jordan Gusky just a little bit because he's busy. We need to talk about some KU athletics because there's a lot going on up there in Lawrence right now. We've got senior night with KU basketball team playing Texas Tech. We need to uh, talk nuts and bolts of KU Texas Tech with Jordan in addition to the renovations uh, that are set up at uh, Allen Fieldhouse football stadium and the like. So we need to get to that, but we're going to push him to 1245. Speaking of basketball, coming up on Sunday, it's senior day at Wichita State. They will take on USF. they got a game on Thursday at Houston, but then this upcoming Sunday, the basketball team plays USF at 1 o'clock. If you want to go, i got a pair of tickets for you. Call Jack right now. Be caller number three at 669-4996. You can go to Wichita State USF basketball game. It's senior day at 1 o'clock. Caller number three, 316-669-4996. Good luck, and we'll be right back. Shane Dennis Show continues. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. You already know Eaton Roofing and Exteriors does roof repairs. It's right there in our name. But have you thought about what comes after the and? Exteriors. Eaton offers high-quality windows, doors, siding, and decks. Eaton Roofing and Exteriors. Here for the life of your home. Call 316-943-0600 or visit EatonRoofing.com. Wichita's home for Chiefs coverage. ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. I've told y'all before the season, we got we got Coach Andy Reid, we got guys like Travis Kelsey, Chris Jones, Frank Clark. We're going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Coach Reid, there's some reports out there that you might retire. I, mean, I think I'm going to hang around. Uh, I'm not going to say dynasty yet. We're not done. So I'm not going to say dynasty yet. When you want the latest on your favorite teams, tune into Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM. Did you know that carbon monoxide is odorless and invisible? And the only way to detect it is by installing carbon monoxide or CO alarms. First Alert is reminding you to install CO alarms on every level and in every bedroom of your home. Also, remember, alarms don't last forever and need to be replaced at least every 5 to 10 years depending on your alarm. Protect your home and family with safety you can trust by visiting FirstAlert.com and Lowe's stores for your carbon monoxide alarms. 
I tend to second-guess dinners with friends because they're often interrupted by diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or oily stools. It turns out I have EPI, or exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, which means I'm missing the enzymes needed to digest food. My doctor prescribed Creon Pancrelipase, an oral prescription medication that replaces pancreatic digestive enzymes. Creon treats EPI due to cystic fibrosis, chronic pancreatitis, pancreatectomy, or other conditions. Creon may increase your chance of fibrosing colonopathy, a rare bowel disorder. Tell your doctor if you have a history of intestinal blockage or scarring or thickening of your bowel wall. If you're allergic to pork or if you have gout, kidney problems, or worsening of painful swollen joints, call your doctor if you have any unusual or severe gastrointestinal symptoms or allergic reactions. Take Creon as directed by your doctor and always with food. Do not chew capsules as this may cause mouth irritation. Other side effects may include blood sugar changes, gas, dizziness, sore throat, and cough. These are not all the side effects of Creon. Creon is the number one prescribed EPI treatment. Ask your doctor about Creon for EPI and visit Creon.com or call 800-633-9110 to learn more. That's C-R-E-O-N.com. Sponsored by Abby. All right, welcome back. It is 1228. Here's what we're going to do. Because we got some uh, unexpected good news with Andy Reid and also Brett Veach, we got some audio for you that I wasn't expecting, but I'd love to hear what Andy Reid has to say about Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, Eric Bieniemy, and the like. So with that, we'll slip that in here. We'll move Jordan Gusky to the Twitter segment. So we'll talk to him then about KU. And then uh, in the meantime, we'll hear from Andy Reid. I believe he's at the Combine, right, Jack? Seeing Indy? Yes. Okay. So without further ado, let us hear from uh, newly crowned world champion again, Andy Reid, talking to the media from Indianapolis. Yeah, no, I do. Um, I have a lot of respect for Marty and and what he did in the National Football League. Um, won a lot of games with a couple different organizations, you know, so, um, and he was just a heck of a guy. He not only was a player, but then he touched the league as a coach and, and so, um, and helped make the game better. No, I, there wasn't. Um, ten points isn't uh, a lot, um, you know, when you've got a good offense and uh, and, and Pat Mahomes. So, um, so I wasn't too worried about that. I just want to make sure we were off a tick, you know. So I was just making sure we get back on the same page and uh, with the guys and and the coaches and on both sides of the ball. You know, we were able to do that. We got a couple stops on defense and a couple scores on offense. Yeah, yeah, I think both of them, uh, Sky and KT, will, um, will will probably have bigger roles, uh, you know, um, as they, they come in. They'll be more familiar with the offense mainly. And um, and so you can utilize them in different ways. Both of them are very talented, uh, really like their attitude towards the game. And, um, you know, we'll just see, we'll see how that goes uh, once we get to camp and, and the OTAs. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think it's great for Kansas City. I think it's great for the National Football League. Um, uh, Brett Veach doesn't have to go too far. You know, it's all right there. So, um, but listen, I, I'm, I'm mainly happy for this for the city and for the for the NFL for um, for bringing it there. Great city. Yeah, so the Bengals are a really good football team. Um, and it's uh, because of that, two good football teams playing each other has developed these, you know, this rivalry, I, um, if you want to call it that. So uh, the way I look at it, it's, it's a well-coached football team, and, a, and they've got good players. And so there's, there's, it's a great challenge, and that's why we're in this, that's why we're in this business. So uh, a lot of fun. Those, those games are a lot of fun. Great competition. Yeah, well, I, th- I think his future is great. Um, I think he's a great kid. I had a chance to spend a little time with him at the 101. Uh, and so in Kansas City there, where he was the NFC Offensive Player of the Year. So um, uh, but very sharp, and he had a phenomenal Super Bowl. And that's about as much pressure as you're going to have. And he he came out and threw, you know, for a ton of yards and, and ran for a ton, so... I think Philadelphia's in good hands right there. Yeah, so I'm so happy for EB to have a, a chance to put his name on an offense, and this is his now. You know, he's he's working for Ron Rivera, who's a dear friend, and um, uh, and a def- you know more of a defensive head coach than offensive head coach, so. This allows EB to do his thing, and and uh, I'm happy for him. I, you know, I wish and I'm, I'm wishing him luck with that. I'm also wishing him luck going forward. You know, I, obviously we're trying to get him to become a head coach. It didn't work out that way, uh, but it, that's not, you know, it's not over yet. So uh, I think he's going to do do a heck of a job here and really uh, be able to show his personality within the within the offense. Um, yeah, I've worked on, you know, staff things. Herbie uh, mentioned uh, Matt Nagy, and so I, I, there's a process you have to go through and and talk to people and interview people, and and so that's what I did. And um, uh, you know, I, you know, between Pep Hamilton, who was phenomenal, Marcus Brady, phenomenal, <laughs> and then. Uh, you know, our, our own guy, Matt Nagy, that was here, um, phenomenal interviews and just talking football is incredible. I mean, I got to do this for a good week and uh, I, I enjoyed every minute of it. And uh, it just tells me that the league's in good hands. We, we've got some good coaches out there and I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, so Dave would be, um, yeah, I'll announce, end up announcing that here. Uh, well, I guess I'm doing it right here, Herbie. So, yeah, David will work into that. Again, I went through an interview process there. So it's uh, um, uh, Bush Hamden from Boise State was one of the guys I talked to. Again, 
he's at the college level. He had been with the Falcons at the college level, but, um, you know, college football uh, is in good hands with him. So Boise State, I'm happy for them. But, um, you know, so, but he, he's the, the natural fit in there, and that's that's what he'll be doing, yeah. Coach, have you had the chance to question that? Yeah, no, I have. Um, we're all very happy for him. I mean, you know, I, I, I was so, that press conference was unbelievable. And, and so here he is in the state capital or in the country's capital. And, and uh, um, you know, I just, uh, I can't tell you how I could, could end up being president. Sure. Well, you're always going to try to bring things to the table that are new for him and um, so he can continue to grow. He wants to grow, which is the most important thing. He wants to be the best, which is important. And and he's going to work his tail off. He's already started. So, I mean, he's uh, but that's how he's wired. And, um, you know, so as coaches, you, you're going, hey, let's gather up some good stuff for him so he can we can add to the repertoire of plays that he already has. Frank Clark. Yeah, so um, I actually talked to him uh, uh, at the parade. So that's where I ended up talking to him. Um, he had to do some stuff for the actual exit physical, but I had a good good talk with him. I love Frank Clark. Um, it's just, you know, Veach has got to juggle all these different different things going on. and uh, But, um, you know, Frank is uh, he's top notch, top notch guy. I love him, love him to death. Yeah, well, it depends on who you're giving the ball to. That helps. Um, it, uh, I, I mean, I think it's a good scheme part, part of things. Uh, if you're talking that schematically, you, you put these defensive ends uh, in a little bit of a bind. Um, but other than that, I mean, we could talk to us. We have. You want to go? We can go somewhere and talk. Talk to us. Couple more guys. Well, I tell you, yes. I mean, anytime you have the young guys, uh, the, all these young guys that have made it, it does give you some flexibility. You know, you've already you, you've signed your quarterback to a, a contract there, so um, that 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 helps too. So you kind of know where where the money is and what you can do with it. Um, but Brett's down here and with his crew looking at more new guys. And so we, we want to add, we want to take those picks and add to it. I'm, I'm sure he's going to talk to you after I do here, so you can ask him. But uh, the job that he did with our guy, with his guys, um, I am mean, second to none, I, I, I would say. Well, yeah. I mean, it, you you know this, but it's a 
it's a long road to get there. A lot of things can happen, so I'm not very good at predicting the future, but uh, all the coaches that are talking here are, are making that their goal to get there. And, and so that's, uh, we're no different than that. We're, we're making that our goal and uh, as, as the Eagles are. And, and Howie's done a great job of bringing that influx of new players to them, and Nick's done a good job coaching them. So they, they've got a good football team for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, the, you got to ask one that needs one. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I would tell you, you're always arm, a lot of people get caught up on the arm strength. That's one thing, but that's not necessarily the most important thing. It's uh, how the player handles the game, you know, from the feet to the head, and uh, you've got to also be a leader on top of all that. So, you know, a little bit in a nutshell there, but that's uh, those are kind of the primary things. Yeah, uh, it's your first opportunity to visit with these guys, which I think is good. People say, well, the, the answers are canned. Well, they're not. It depends on what you're asking them There's, you know, the, and how you maneuver around that and, and present to them. But you get a little taste of, of what they're about. It's the first, for the coaches, it's the first opportunity to meet with them. And, and then it goes from there, whether it's the 30 visits, watching more tape, all that, you know, that's uh, that's kind of what what this is good for. Good right. seeing you. All right, thank you. Thanks, good. Coach. All right. All right. There's Andy Reid from the Combine. When we come back, we'll talk to Jordan Gusky from the Topeka Capital Journal on all things KU sports. There's a ton going on on up in Lawrence right now, but we need to remind you that. The madness is coming. Get ready for it by signing up for the Twin Peaks Bracket Challenge, and you get free chips and queso. Head on over to TwinPeaksBracketChallenge.com to register and learn more. And for those that observe Lent every Friday, you got to cut out the meat. So Twin Peaks has you covered. Try the fish and chips bundled with a 22-ounce draft for a steal on Fridays, or reel in one of their other seafood options like Black and Fish Tacos, Shrimp Caesar, and char-grilled salmon. East, 21st and Rock, West, Ridge and Taft, Twin Peaks, never settle. Jordan Gusky talking KU Sports, next, 1241. You're listening to The Shane Dennis Show on ESPN Wichita. What do people with blindness or low vision need to live to the fullest? Just ask them. It's skill development, scientific breakthroughs, knowledge-based jobs, and the same opportunities as everyone else. When you give to Envision, whether it be your time, donations, or your engagement, you make it all possible. That's because at Envision, they don't focus on the disability. They value the ability. They choose not to envision a world without sight, but to envision a world where people who are blind or visually impaired are empowered to reach their full potential. Learn more at EnvisionUS.com. When it comes to making plans for next year, it's time to think new for 22. Take advantage of the season's best pricing on model year 2022, Case IH equipment from Canequip. Choose from Case IH Cedars, Tillage Tools, and more. Plus five years of an AFS Connect subscription with purchase on select equipment. Visit Can Equip in Wichita and Hutchinson, your Case IH Red Zone sponsor. Can Equip, Can Equip you. 
If you have an IRA or 401k, please listen closely. My name is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and New York Times bestselling author. Throughout my career, let's just say I've been in some hairy situations. And I believe right now the biggest threat facing Americans is they need to protect their wealth, which is exactly what I'm doing for my wife and six kids. And I believe the ultimate safe haven is physical gold and silver. You can protect your hard-earned retirement assets with a tax-free loophole that allows you to convert your retirement into physical gold and silver. The folks I use are Advantage Gold, and believe me, I've investigated the heck out of all types of people. Advantage Gold is the nation's highest-rated gold company. They have the best process, pricing, and service. If you want to get your free gold and silver investment kit, please contact Advantage Gold right now, and you'll see how easy it is to protect yourself with precious metals. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. This is for the men who never settle, the ones who miss the fairway all day and still pull out the big stick, the type of guys who will always prefer to be behind the grill than in front of the camera, and the men who never let their friends forget about a high school nickname. This is the Lodge mentality. This is Twin Peaks. Nothing makes cheering on your favorite team better than wings. Pair your at-home game day with Twin Peaks Wings. Find your favorite store at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com slash locations. Here in Manhattan, every man is a wildcat. Into the corner for three. Yes, sir! Yes, sir! Join us for the start of a new era. Our next head basketball coach at Kansas State University, Jerome Tang. Be a part of the wildcat journey all season long on your home for Kansas State basketball. Wednesday, Kansas State faces Oklahoma. Hear the tip-off at 7 on the home of the Wildcats, ESPN Wichita 92.3 FM. Welcome back. Closing out hour number one. It's 1245. Talk a little KU sports now. Kansas got all kinds of stuff going on right now. Spring football. There's Allen Fieldhouse renovation talk. Football renovation talk. And oh, by the way, it's senior night as KU takes on Texas Tech tonight in their Big 12 finale at home. And we jump on the hotline to talk to the Topeka Capital Journal's Jordan Gusky, cjonline.com is where you can find him, at Jordan Gusky with an E-Y at the end on Twitter for all things KU Sports. Jordan, thanks for jumping on. How are you? Hey, I'm good, and how are you? A little uh, little busy up there? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a handful <laughs> of things going on. All right, so let's uh, let's talk about senior night first of all. Uh, Texas Tech, the uh, the opponent tonight. Uh, can you give us the, the latest on Dewan Harris? Yeah, uh, so Bill Self said yesterday that, that Juan practiced uh, on Monday, um, so should be good to go today, tonight, um, barring any unforeseen changes. I think Bill made a joke about it in, in case nothing happens on Juan's walk to classes. Um, so Juan should be good to go. They, they should have um, they should have everyone available that you'd expect to have available outside of, obviously, Cam and Kyle. He made a comment uh, last night, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, that if Texas Tech wins – Tonight, he thinks Texas Tech might be in the tournament. Did he say that? Is that true? Or, and do you believe that if true? Um, he de- he definitely said that. He thinks that they're an NCAA tournament team uh, if if Texas Tech beats Kansas tonight. Uh, do I think it's true? I-, I think Texas Tech would beat a lot of teams that are probably going to be in the tournament more often than not. Um, I think the Big 12, as has been said, is probably the best conference in the country, right? 
right now probably by a good margin, but I have a hard time looking at their schedule, just their their you know record and everything, even with all the positives that you can say about uh, that team and, and their strength of schedule and everything. I just have a hard time seeing the committee putting them in, you know, even with uh, this one against Kansas, unless they put together maybe a good run in the Big 12 tournament. So I, I don't necessarily see it, not because they're not deserving, um, just because it's, I just feel like that uh, record's going to be hard for the committee to get by. How hard is it to get Bill Self to acknowledge um, potential seeding in the NCAA tournament? Does he ever slip and, and acknowledge if they're a one seed or a two seed or anything like that? Does he shy away from that kind of talk? Um, I, I think he tries to um, shy away from maybe like how much it matters. Um, but, yeah. but he'll acknowledge where they are. Uh, he'll acknowledge where they are. Obviously, when the committee says that you're one of the number one seeds right now, um, with some, you know, games to play, it's hard to say that you're not a number one seed right now because that's what you are. Um, but I think it's more where, where he um, tries to make a point is that they haven't accomplished anything yet. Um, people might uh, be saying that, and it's nice to hear that about your program, uh, but they still have to go out and win those games uh, to, to continue to earn that right. Talking to Jordan Gusky, uh, we're talking KU basketball for the moment, Topeka Capital Journal. Uh, Jordan Gusky joining us talking Hawks. Um, okay, so tonight, is there any uh, – Allen Fieldhouse in Lawrence obviously has its its own heartbeat most of the time. Does it uh, does it get more um, is it more noticeable that it's more electric on senior night or is it pretty much every single night at Allen Fieldhouse as far as you're concerned it's about the same? Um, you know, I definitely think there are certain games uh, where that already heightened just level of, of fervor around the basketball program takes the next step up, uh, and I think last year senior night or I guess senior day against Texas. Uh, was one of those games, you know, Missouri last year too. You know, this year the Kansas State game was big. Um, I'm sure this game will be too. And I think um, what helps as well is that just like last year, there's a Big 12 title on the line when they're playing this game. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot going into it, not just senior night. So I do think right now um, that it's going to be an even added level of Allen Fieldhouse tonight um, when that game tips off. So how much uh, how much uh, juices are up there now? In addition to the the way the football team came off of last season, coupled with you know the basketball team being a, a one seed, and the renovations that were announced uh, that are coming up for the football program, uh, how much juices are up there at, there right now? If you're a Jayhawk fan, yeah, I think there's just a lot of excitement around like you mentioned, not just what they're currently accomplishing and, and have recently accomplished uh, in recent seasons, but are going to continue to build on top of not just with renovations, but with the trajectory of the programs themselves. There's a lot of excitement, and not even just with those two, but women's basketball sustaining success in, in a way it hasn't in recent years. Uh, there's a lot of excitement around the baseball program. Other programs, too, have enjoyed some early success in their spring seasons. So I think just overall there's a lot of excitement around what's happening at Kansas uh, and, and what there could be happening in the near and you know, distant future. And self-indicated, uh, too, that uh, Allen Fieldhouse could be getting kind of a facelift, right? We'll get some more information on that here in the coming days. Yeah, he, he said he, he was a little – he said, you know, a week to ten days might be when they introduced it. He was a little vague on, on the timeline on, on holding himself down to that being, uh, you know, when the, the specific, you know – renderings and all that i would assume uh is what he's referring to would be released um but you know those those renovations out of allen field house have been talked about for some time uh we know they've been coming it's just a matter of kansas actually putting 
the specific details uh, in terms of the specific renderings and everything like that out there. But they've talked about, you know, what kind of things they would like to see improved in, in general terms. It's just a matter of, you know, them actually officially saying these are the dates and, and here's specifically what we're definitely going to do. I know it's uh, really, really early when it comes to spring ball uh, in football, but uh, you were up there and uh, you were able to at least uh, get some info on some certain players, things like that. What can you tell us about uh, the early return to spring football and what Lance Leipold had to say uh, as recently as today? Yeah, uh, just got, got home from that availability. You know, Lance is definitely excited uh, about where this program is, uh, being able to just get back on the field. Um, with the guys who returned and also a lot of their newcomers, a lot of excitement around those guys too, especially uh, on a defensive line and just on the defensive side of the ball in general. Um, Matt Gildersleeve, the director of sports performance, talked as well. And, and like he had told me you know, earlier this month, they're just leaps and bounds ahead of where they were last year. You can really see the benefits from, from their perspective of having those extra practices ahead of the bowl game, that extra development that can help carry over into the you know, winter conditioning and now spring ball. Uh, which got rolling this morning with a practice uh, early in the morning there. So, yeah, a lot of excitement about, you know, where they're going and a desire to not be complacent um, with having accomplished what they did in 2022. Talking to Jordan Gusky, talk, uh, talking KU football and basketball. He covers KU athletics for the Topeka Capital Journal at Jordan Gusky on Twitter if you want to follow him, if you like KU athletics. All right, if, uh, if you had to, well, I won't say if you had to bet. I won't put you uh, – put you quiet on the spot like that, but how do you anticipate seeing the game go tonight uh, against Texas Tech, getting back on the hardwood with KU, uh, trying not to slip up not only on senior night, but trying to keep that number one uh, seed intact. You see a big victory from KU tonight because that's kind of what I'm, the way I'm leaning here. How about you? Yeah, I would definitely lean towards you know picking Kansas to, to pick up this win here, clinch at least a share of the Big 12's regular season title. Um, just because, you know, they have a long streak of taking care of these games on senior day, senior night. So uh, I don't see a reason this season why that's going to stop at this game against Texas Tech. I, I do think um, that it has potential to be a close game like it was in Lubbock earlier this season. Um, but I think ultimately, you know, like this weekend against West Virginia, Kansas is going to figure out a way to, to get a win, whether that's close or if they're able to, you know, uh, coast to a finish. Jordan, I know you're busy. Really appreciate you making time for us today, talking a little KU sports on the show. Appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, guys. All right, Jordan Gusky, there he goes, from KU Athletics, courtesy of the Topeka Capital Journal at CJ Online. if you want to follow him on Twitter, at Jordan Gusky. We'll duck in the Twitter question here, uh, and it has to do with basketball. And there's a method for my madness, so follow me here. Uh, at ESPN Wichita, you need a bucket to save your life, and the game is on the line too. Who you got? Pete Maravich, Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. And the reason why I bring it up is, for those that know me somewhat well to real well, they know I'm I'm college basketball junkie. And there's a guy at Detroit Mercy. He's a fifth-year senior. His name's Antoine Davis. And he's got Pistol Pete's college scoring record in his sights. Detroit Mercy is under 500, but they play in their conference tournament against Purdue Fort Wayne tonight in the Horizon Tournament. Antoine Davis is 64 points away from breaking Pete Maravich's 53 year old NCAA scoring record. 
And look, I get it. If you say it's apples to oranges because Pistol Pete couldn't play as a freshman and didn't have the three-point line. I get that. But Antoine Davis is averaging 28 points per game. And if they beat Purdue-Fort Wayne, they'll get one more guaranteed game in the Horizon League tournament. He needs 64 points to break Pete Maravich's record. Plays for his dad. That certainly helps. Uh, His father, Mike, is the head coach. He started at, uh, or goes back a, a few years to Texas Southern, Mike does, as the head coach down there. Um, Antoine, his boy, initially signed with the University of Houston, but decided to go uh, follow his dad to Detroit. Can you, Shocker fans, imagine if Antoine Davis, the leading scorer in the country, and a guy who's got a chance to break Pistol Pete's record, played for Kelvin Sampson in Houston? But anyway, um, he was kind of the uh, the inspiration for this question. And Antoine Davis has a real shot at chasing down Pistol Pete in a 53-year-old record. The results so far of the Twitter question, you need a bucket to save your life. The game is on the line, too. Who you got? 58.2% say Michael Jordan. Larry Bird, 7.5% Kobe Bryant, 6% Pete Maravich. Please vote. We love you for it. At ESPN Wichita, the Twitter questions are up there every day that we have a show. It's 12.56. When we come back, we need to talk to Jordan Foote. Got a plethora of topics to talk to him about, covering a couple of different sports. Get his thoughts on Eric Bieniemy. What Andy Reid just said uh, in the audio that you heard just a little bit ago, plus pitch clock talk. Jordan Foote coming up next, all things Kansas City sports, because we are right on top of the hour, the Can't Equip Case IH Red Zone Hour. Hour two is straight ahead. Wichita's new sports leader, ESPN Wichita, 92.3 FM, KKGQ, Newton.